All right, so I was scrolling through TikTok, and this might be something that we can do in our segment, Rabbit Hole, which I did create some imaging for that maybe we can preview later in the week. I, I went down one this morning, so Amazing. we're good to go. Everybody yeah. has a rabbit yeah. hole. Yeah. Exactly. So this uh, British creator, uh, I think his name is, uh, I'll find it later. So he- Nigel Mansfield. <laughs> Nigel Mansfield, uh, but he said he watched the American Football Championships for the first time this past weekend, and he had some thoughts. And I, you know, a lot of times you're like, "Oh, you just haven't seen football, you don't get it." He actually kind of gets it. He gets why things work and things don't. So I'm gonna preview one of these things for you, um, and you guys can react to it on the side. So this is him talking about the kickoffs. What is the point of the kickoff? Every kickoff I saw, the guy runs in, leathers it over everybody's head, and he goes through the end zone for a touchback. There wasn't a single kickoff return in either of the games I watched. So why is everybody getting out there for a proper play? They need to move it back or punt it or something. So there's actually a play. I mean, what's the point? You might as well just start from the 25. Not he's spot awful. on. He's spot that's, on. That's right not there. awful. That's, that's, that's exactly what the NFL wants, and that's where we're heading. It's just that we got to let all the old heads die before yeah. before we can go to it because the NFL doesn't want those collisions. That's not the most interesting part of that. Play it again, because what this, is the point of the kickoff? Every kickoff I saw, the guy runs in, leathers it over everybody's awesome. head, and he goes. He leathers it over everybody's head. Yes. If you don't think I'm saying that from now on, every time the ball gets kicked over somebody's head, I just leathered it. Goff missed Amon Ross St. Brown. He was wide open. He just leathered it over his head. I'd be so I'm disappointed <laughs> if you don't use that move. It's forward. great. It's great. All right, and then I'll play one more, and there's two more later that we can talk about, but I'm going to play one more, and this is his thoughts on penalties, okay? This is thoughts on penalties. The penalty system makes absolutely no sense to me. How come if you're the offense and you commit a foul, you don't lose the down? Like, you f***ed up. You should lose that go. That was a legitimate attempt to advance the ball, and you f***ed it up by holding or whatever. So you should lose that. And how come any penalty committed by the defense is an automatic first down? That doesn't make any sense either. Surely you just give them the yards and then replay the down with the same amount of yards to the next first down. I understand that changing the penalty system to what I just suggested would make it way harder to score, but um, tough Okay, I, I, like the, I like the thought on the defensive side. So if it's second and ten and you just got a holding penalty that's five yards, it's now second and five. I like that. I'm actually okay with that. The offensive side I don't like because you already just moved them back ten yards. They don't. It doesn't have to be. You also lose a down. Basically, every drive will stop, right? Like if you, if it's second and ten, and now it's second and twenty, but you lose a down, it's third and twenty. Basically, that the drive is over. I like one side of the ball. I don't like it on the no, other I, side. He's wrong on both. The, the, I'm with you on the offensive side for all the reasons you said. And his D. name is Rufus Extra, by the way. Rufus is wrong about the D for the simple reason if, if it's a hold, well, if you didn't hold me, I would have caught and I would have run for 20 yards. Mm-hmm. You don't know. So we're going to move it up five, but you're going to get a first down and we're going to start from there because I don't know what your penalty prevented from happening. Right, that if if you hold my wide receiver at at, at as he's turning in, well, he would have caught the ball and he would have run for another ten mm-hmm. or twenty. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. So we're going to move it up to whatever the the holding penalty is five yards, ten yards, but it is first down and we're starting over. Otherwise, there would be no disadvantage to just tackling everybody short of the line every single time. Which 
they necessarily the only time that happens is I got so beat I'm just going to take the pat the pi. But that's why pi is a spot stop foul. Him from right, right. It's, a, it's you tackle him 40 yards down the field, mm-hmm. removing it 40 yards down the field. That's why the college rule sucks, right? That the second a guy's a open beyond throw, 15 yards, 15. tackle his ass, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't you rather give up 15 than 50? Leather the ball over his Leather head. Leather the ball the over his head and just tackle him. I love British slang. It's it's terrific. It's I can really sprinkle good. in some more British slang throughout. Because one time do. at trivia, we had to match the British slang to what it meant. It was it was pretty good. Give me one real quick. Let me see if I can get it. Uh, trolleyed. Trolleyed. I was positively trolleyed. Confused. Al. Um. I think it's what he said, but I'll say uh, focused. No, it was drunk. Drunk. Oh. I was positively trolleyed last night. <laughs> That's great. I don't know what that means, Sometimes but I you like get it. Drunk and focused. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> all right. So AD on Twitter, there's a video of Darvin Ham getting the guys together, discussing whatever it is they're discussing before the ball gets put back in play. Yep. And AD's kind of off to the side. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually gets up and kind of just walks away from the entire operation. In a vacuum, you look at that and you're like, ooh, that's bad. Mm -hmm. That's a guy walking away from his head coach who's trying to address the team or put in an inbound play, whatever it is. If it were a certain type of player, I'd be willing to entertain that idea, especially in a season where the team's underachieving, where the star player is playing at a high level, but nothing's really working out for the team collectively, so the frustration boils over, et cetera, et cetera. AD's not that type of guy. AD is not a coach killer. He's not a confrontational guy. He's not a guy that is, you know, passive aggressive in in the media. He's just AD is a pretty decent dude. Mm-hmm. I, quite frankly, I think it almost works against him in certain times because I think he's kind of normal and respectful and a decent guy. He's not a ruthless any. Those guys are the guys that, that yeah. kind of will break out the knives sometime. If it were somebody other than AD, I'd be a lot more willing to entertain the idea of maybe Darvin's losing can the guys, I, but not with him. Can I throw... If it's Austin Reeves... That would be a little... Nah, he's pretty I lean more too. towards it's like Anthony yeah, Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's D'Angelo Russell... Oh, that's different. I agree. <laughs> that's different. I agree. Yeah. I, I, and I, I know that, you know, maybe this is just because we can, we can find things, and this is what happens a lot in social media. Do you remember two weeks ago or so, maybe a week and a half ago, maybe it was last week... Remember how D'Lo was on the sidelines and Austin Reeves was there and they're like, oh, "Look, is D'Lo crying? Is this it? Are they? Did they just trade him? Right, and he's right. Uh, you can make a storyline for everything. So anytime I think you take one clip and it goes up on Twitter, whatever the case is, like you can create your own storylines. I think what you just said about it also matters who the person is. Yeah, and if that person, I don't think Anthony Davis is telling Darvin Ham in a timeout. I don't like what you're drawing up, and he's walking away. I don't either. I, I told you this a little bit earlier, and, and I, I do believe it. It was one of actually the first things when we started doing some of our prep. I'm like, look, I don't think AD's right. And it wasn't just what AD was on when he was on the floor, his body language. He didn't play for a big portion of that fourth quarter yesterday. It was the right decision. Lakers getting their ass kicked, which is why we're wondering why you have Braun in there. Mm-hmm. Um, his body language post game didn't look like a player that, well, we just lost a game. And we, no, he, he almost looked like, not that he knows something, but damn, I can't even be healthy right now. 
on top of us being 500, 24 and 24, I also don't feel like myself right now. This is awful timing for this to happen to the Lakers because they need Anthony Davis. But even with him having as good of a season as he's had, they're still 24 and 24. It felt like the frustration of the season bubbling over rather than the frustration of, I don't want to listen to you anymore. It felt like the frustration of we're getting our butts kicked by a bad team. I don't feel good. Like I'm, I'm something hurts on my body, and I, I'm just, I'm just done with this. You said something interesting, Alan. I kind of made a face when you said it because you can, you're not wrong when you say that. Well, you can create kind of whatever you want to create with creative editing, and you can. I'm not. That's not what I'm pushing back against. But your reputation is earned. For good or for bad, right? That the reason that you and I both went with Anthony Davis, no, nah, I don't think so, is because Anthony Davis hasn't really done that. Mm-hmm. The reason we both went with D'Angelo, oh, that'd be different, is because D'Angelo has earned the reputation of a guy that does that, right? Or, or we wouldn't be surprised by doing that. That you just you earn these things along the way. You either earn the benefit of the doubt or you don't earn the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think with this particular one, Anthony Davis gets the benefit of the doubt from me. He's not toxic. He's not a guy that, oh, uh-oh, AD's going to go off right here. OD's mm-hmm. going to light up the coach in the postgame, or he's going to say something in his locker, or he's going to walk Be away. Cryptic, yeah. he, he's He's going to do that thing where he says a thing, you're like, oh, that guy's getting fired. He doesn't do those sorts of things. And that's why, you know, did, did it look weird? Yeah, it did, but it was him, so I'm not really too concerned about it. Yeah, I, I get it, I, and, and I, 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 like I, I, I kind of fall on the same lines. I think I'm trying to figure out now. They play Atlanta today, right? It's actually one of their earlier games. What are they? What's the goal the rest of the way? Like I'm, I'm trying to think like of, pre-deadline or just the end of the season. What What are the scenarios between now and February eighth that can happen? Okay, so they don't do anything. Just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. And for whatever for be- for reason, for better or for worse, this is what we're playing with. And it also could be, hey, we we didn't we just didn't find an advantageous deal sure. out there that we thought was, you know, a lot of times I think I think teams get criticized for not making a move, and, and you know maybe a fan base not be well, okay, well you don't know what's being offered on the other side, right? So sometimes it's actually really responsible from a, from from a front office to say. We're not making that move. Think this about, is not going to change that much. Westbrook, until they made a deal, it's like, why don't they just got to get any, just get him out. And it's like, hold on, hold on. We're going to wait. They, they you, waited a year. Exactly. Before they thought. That's a good deal. We'll do that one. That's a good one. deal. We'll do that one. Yeah. Let's say they don't make any move. They play the Hawks today. DeJounte Murray has been talked about as if, I feel like he's been on the team for a month now. <laughs> That's how much he's been talked about. Let's say they make that kind of a move. Or maybe they make like a, a small move where none of their draft picks go. It's just kind of a it's a backup point guard. It's a backup. Your backup center. for my backup. It's something like that, right? Go of, Hawks. Of all three. <laughs> of, oh my God! So I'm, I'm sorry. That just reminded me of something. Buddy of mine was at a youth basketball game. Okay, in your neck of the woods, Lee, down okay. in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Ciara, Ciara, yeah, and Russell Wilson were there, dressed in what I can only describe as like bright red sweatsuits, like fire engine red sweatsuits. No Just, surprise. It was like, dude. You're already CR and Russell Wilson. Like we we recognize you. Like it was just one of these. It was so on brand for that. When guy. did that happen? Uh, over the weekend. Oh, that 
Yeah, at least that's when it got sent to me. But it was uh-huh. like, come on, Do you have children playing in a basketball I, game? I, it like, could have been a friend. It yeah. could, I, I don't know why they were there. My friend was there because he had a family member playing in the game. And it's like, wait, what? It was just bizarre. That's not a, that's not a surprise at all. It's like, dude, just, I mean, we... You won the Super Bowl. We know who you. She's a famous musician. They need like a, a sign that <laughs> we're here. We're here. It's crazy. Anyway. You know, a marching band that comes with them. Anyway, I, what were you talking about? Just the Ciara threw me uh-huh. off. No, we're, we're, and we can do this. We can do this. Come back from the break. But just what are the scenarios the rest of the way for the Lakers? What do you do between now and February eighth? Okay, if, if they do this, what happens? If they do, they trade for Dejounte Murray. How much better of a team are they? If they do nothing, if they make a small change, this front office. They got something to figure out here, and especially if, okay, is AD 100% healthy? Obviously, no. Okay, is uh, can we expect LeBron to play as much and be as available as he's been the rest of the way? It, they, they got a lot of scenarios in front of them. So to, we'll do that, plus Emily's got more British slang, which uh, I'm going to get at least, I don't. I hope to get one right. That, that last one, you could have given me 100 guesses. I never would have gotten to drunk. And if you call right now, you got a chance for a four-pack of tickets to the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum, 877-710-3776, 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10 will win a four-pack of tickets to the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum, and I promise you'll have a great time. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I'm going to come in with some more British slang for you. Take a Uh, look at me now. (laughs) Um, All of these things I'm going to list are not inappropriate. So if you think it sounds inappropriate, <laughs> it is not used for that, okay? So just taking that as it is. All right, so the first slang word is, or slang phrase is, throwing a wobbly. Throwing a wobbly. Do you want me to use it in a sentence? Please. All right, so I took my boyfriend out to go to Aritzia, and he was throwing a wobbly because he didn't want to be there. Tantrum. A fit. Yeah. All right. So tantrum. Tantrum is the correct word. So ding ding ding. Everyone got that one right. Yeah. All right. So next word is chuffed. Someone was chuffed. Again, not inappropriate. Sentence, please. All right. Uh, So last night watching the game, uh, my friend I was watching was absolutely chuffed at the results. Pissed off. Mad. Angry. It is actually happy or delighted. So someone was absolutely delighted at the results. All right. Chuffed. When I have too much to eat right before I go to bed, I'm chuffed. You're happy. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so I'm gonna do another one for you guys. So this one is called Slag Off. You slag off. Relax. Okay. Being lazy. Like, like, like yeah, be lazy, lazy. lazy. Yeah, lazy. Yeah, like take your foot off the gas. No, let me use it in a sentence. So uh, on Live Imaging Tuesday, Chris tends to enjoy slagging off with his coworkers. Criticizing. Having fun. <laughs> so it is, to slag off means to make fun of a person by ver- verbally attacking them. Ah. So Chris enjoys a, a slag off. Uh, with his coworkers, like How some respect. <laughs> Live imaging Tuesday. Okay, one more, one more. A muppet. What Kermit is a the frog. muppet in terms of British slang? Someone that's a grouch, not happy. Okay, uh, Jorge, do you have a guess? Uh, well, you let somebody control you, or something like that. Okay, let me do, use it in a sentence. So. I was really annoyed because my friend's boyfriend was a complete muppet during trivia on Wednesday. Dummy. So it's yeah. similar. It's okay. like trolling. Or I, I don't know. Ignorant or clueless. Yeah. So okay. a muppet is someone who is ignorant or clueless. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a dictionary if I ever travel to the UK. I have some <laughs> respect. Yeah. Exactly. You can use all of them. I don't. I don't even remember any of them. Like they, they, this is one of those things that they're in. Throwing and a wobbly. A, a, a tantrum. I remember that one. Absolutely chuffed. Uh, pleased. Happy. Pleased. Yeah, Happy yeah, and pleased. pleased. Yeah. Uh, slag off. Uh, lazy. Relax. Criticizing. Verbally attacked. Verbally attacking. There you go. <laughs> the Lakers are being flagged off. What is it? <laughs> what is it? What was you trying to use it for? No, no, the last one you told me, like verbally attacking. Slag off. Slag off. Not flagged off. That would be when you take the flag down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember the guy anyway. They're being verbally attacked because they're 28 or 24 and 24. They've, they haven't, the crazy part is they really haven't even looked good for an extended period of time. Couple of days, sure. Maybe even a week, okay. But no sort of sustained success. So that brings you to your point, Sully, of what do you do? Nothing. Something or something, mm-hmm. right? Those are your those are your three options. Well, and the question is, what what are you saving? Because, listen, there have been a few people, and I think you're on that list as well. That you've mentioned that you wouldn't be surprised if they went on a real run. Now, I don't know if you still I'm feel getting, the same way about I'm that. Getting less uh, convinced that that's a I. I don't think they're going to well, go. Give you moments to think well, that. I don't think they're going to go on a run either way. I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to lose eight in a row. I don't think they're going to win eight in a row. You know, I don't think they're either one of those teams. I think that they are a team that if they in a series, because here's the crazy thing about a series. Okay, you don't have to get hot to win a series. You can win every other game basically and win a series. Yep. You can get into it. You get one. I get one. You just got to show up in that seventh game. You got to have a good matchup, right? And that happens. It, it you got to have a scenario that plays out. Let me use last year as an example. They got Memphis in the first round. Ja wasn't hundred percent healthy. Guys like Stephen App, like there were guys that were just out. I'm not saying you just need pure luck. They played the Warriors. They were just better than the Warriors. Mm-hmm. That that was a bad matchup for the Warriors. Lakers had more size, they had more this. This year you might run into a scenario where you're playing a team that just you've never been there before. They got too much youth on there. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, Minnesota, teams that haven't went and made a full run. Or you could play Denver in the first round and it's it's a wrap. Yeah, that's over. Mm-hmm. That, that that's they're not going to be. Look, I think that they're at a point where. 
you probably need to do at least something small. I, I, I'm more reluctant to do something larger because I, I worry that the large move may handicap you beyond this season. Okay. That if there's a, a larger move that allows you flexibility or a player that you would take under any circumstances, that's the key. Then, then sure, let's mm-hmm. do that. But if it's just one of those, hey, listen, LeBron's 400 years old. We got to take our one last shot at this. Just throw everything you got at it, and then we'll figure it out after that. I don't like that because I don't think that that sort of player is really available. The player that if they, the players that could just show up tomorrow, and you're like, the Lakers are the team to beat. They're not getting their hands on one of those guys. They're not getting their hands on one of those guys, and I think they, there is some. You learn from the Russell Westbrook thing was such a catastrophe that I think they also know, and you could see they're playing this summer. Let's not. There's not one play. There's not a forty-five, fifty million dollar player unless you're going to get literally an all. It's not happening. They're not getting one so of those. Let, let's leave that to the side. But I think the only scenario that you brought up, which could make sense for this year and could make sense for beyond, is there a player that you say, hey, I think this guy on this franchise for three or four years, we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. We, we want this specific player. They play the Atlanta Hawks today. DeJounte Murray has a four-year extension after this year. The only way you, you, you make a move for DeJounte Murray is if you're saying, we, we're targeting this guy. We've targeted him before. We've wanted him in the past. We want him because we think he's the right fit. With the team that we have right now and in two years from now where it looks like there's a lot of different players, that's the only thing that I think is the big move. There is no other big move coming. Like the the Zach Levine and going to get $200 million, nobody wants that Zach Levine contract. Why would the Lakers take that one? I don't think there's a blockbuster move like that coming. That's probably the biggest move is if it, it, it is DeJounte Murray. I think that's probably the biggest move where somebody has $115 million of a contract and they have four years left on their deal. That to me sounds like the, the biggest move that they can make. Could they go out there and. If, and let's stop right there before we go to the next thing. Okay. If you did that, mm-hmm. how much better are they? They're they're better. I, I think we all agree they're better. Well, but and I, I think somebody can also say that look how D'Angelo's been playing. You're not even a guarantee that yeah, offensively I, I, you're I that would, better. I would flick that aside. I'm, it's I'm like with you. it's like yeah, cool. But you've seen him play for the last eight years, not just the last three weeks, right? Well, plus <laughs> that's the answer to that. Plus, there's also the he can leave after this year. Yeah, and, I, and, there, and there's getting a player that you want. They're they're better, but I don't know if they all of a sudden get good. You know, and, and I think that there's a lot of real estate between better and okay. Now you got my attention. Maybe they are, but I don't know. I still think Denver's better. I still think we'll see about OKC and Minnesota and these other teams. I, there what if you want that, that player, anyways? Would you yeah, do it or no? Yeah, sure. Is, okay. If if I'm comfortable with a core of Reeves, Davis, and Murray mm-hmm. post LeBron, sure, let's go with that. Or if those contracts are going to be able to maneuver or expire, or whatever, by the time that LeBron works, is LeBron going to be here next year? I think probably. I think so. yeah. Is it there beyond that? I don't know. Yeah. That, that that's that, that's really hard. To, under, after really that. hard to project that far. So okay, maybe, but. At some point, you have to make some decisions where LeBron James is no longer a part of this team. I don't think they're going to make the decision of... I don't think it's going to come down to this. I don't think it's going to come down to... You know what, guys? This season's just not going to happen. I don't think that front office will think that way. I don't. I think Even if it's obvious it's not going to happen? No, because I, I, I think I'm going to go back to the points that a lot of people have made. You've made, Brad Turner has made, um, Michael Thompson has made... If they're in a seven-game set, they got a shot. I I still think that that's 
that's going to sit in their mind that we got LeBron James, we got Anthony Davis, that we got a seven game set. I've already said that they're twenty four and twenty four. That's who they are. They're they're they are a five hundred basketball team. I'm so you surprised think they cannot make noise roster, in the postseason. What's making noise? Because my definition Win- of making noise, they win one Win- round. Around. That's probably the most that they can do. Yeah. I I, I don't feel if they win one round, I don't see them going any further than winning one round. You know who it is? Who's going to be in the second round? It could be the Clippers. It could be the Nuggets. It could be the... Really, those are the two teams that you have faith in that you would say to yourself, that roster is so good and they have guys that have been there before. They're a 500 team. This is who they are. They're 48 games in. They're 7-7 seven and seven in January. This is... They're, you know what they're probably going to do tonight? I wouldn't be shocked at all if they beat the Atlanta Hawks because the Atlanta Hawks are not a good team. You know what they're going to do on Thursday? They're going to lose to the Boston Celtics. Who knows? They're going to be 500. Those are the most probable outcomes, I guess. Yeah. But if you told me they beat the Celtics, I wouldn't be shocked. It'd be be a a pleasant surprise, but they got LeBron James and Anthony Davis, right? And they're 24 and 24 I I get it, but they've also beaten good teams this season. Mm -hmm. They're not 0 and 48. They win. They win just as often as they lose. They but they lose just as often as they win. That's what I mean. There is no result with this team that is like what? Maybe the only it's all like yeah okay cool. They'll maybe the lose only the next guarantee one. is they don't win three in a row. <laughs> yeah, that might be the yeah. only guarantee. I'll give them four, three. You know because they could easily lose three. I'd be surprised if they lost four, but not three. Yeah, <laughs> it's just they're mid. They're mid and definition of mid. A a a trade for Deon Dejounte Murray. Feels like they'd be slightly less mid. I'll take my chances. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Why not? I'll see what it looks not like. Not my money. What do I care? <laughs> not my pick. It's not my pick. Go do whatever <laughs> the heck you want to do. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, guys. It is not only the birthday of Phil Collins. It is the birthday of Christian Bale. And there is one time in which their paths did cross, and it is in this part of this movie. Do you like Phil Collins? So... It's from American Psycho. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. where he's got the business cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. That and movie he has, still haunts me. It's weird. Yeah. It's a great Christmas movie. He has two, <laughs> he has two women over, and he's entertaining yeah. them, so yeah. like Phil Collins. Yeah. All right, so that's She's where they- has got that been. giant stereo, right? Yeah, yeah. He has, and then he also like really loves Huey <laughs> Lewis in the news. Uh, that movie is fantastic. One of my favorite movies of all time, actually. Really? Yeah, I really love that movie. Uh, also, fun fact about that movie- Interesting, Write that down. <laughs> That's okay. something to keep in the back of your mind. <laughs> My high school bedroom had posters of the Joker, of uh, Bane from Batman, and had uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad. So that's uh, what no, I know. Your your team into. bad guy. Like yeah. I, I get yeah. that, but that's a very specific flavor of ice cream. <laughs> that movie. Uh, all right. So speaking of me, um, I have been contemplating. Uh, getting into my gamer era. I've been, t- been like, maybe I get a PS5, maybe I get a Nintendo Switch. They're both expensive, so I obviously have to think about I know a purchase. roughly what a, a, a PS5 goes yeah. for. What's a Nintendo Switch? The, the cheapest would be $200. Okay. So it's not it's not What's a nothing purchase. Yeah. About 500 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. So yeah. I'd have to Dang. really enjoy this. And for things like that expensive, games are expensive, I have to think about something for like about a year. It's like I have to think about this for a year and really want this thing for a year before I get it if it's that kind of a price tag on something. But anyway, I f- I'm feeling this need of something. I don't know what it is. And I'm considering that maybe it's a quarter life crisis. I'm a little past it. I'm like 27, so I'm a little past the quarter life. You're betting on 100, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. You believe so. We all talk about a midlife crisis. So you believe in a quarter life crisis, Trap after Cap. Yeah, in fact, I I think that there are 
whether it's exactly at a quarter bit, there are uh, mileposts in your life where you have expectations and you, you're either there or you're close to them or you're not. And then if you're if you're not, and then you're like, okay, let's find a way to subsidize or whatever whatever it is that yeah there are moments where you feel really good there are moments where you feel like there's just something missing like you're talking about and yeah i I think they come at stages in your life there's you know late 20s early 30s there's 50 absolutely is a real one there's 80 i i I honestly think that probably somewhere in your 70s it's another that you're certain that one near the end right At, at at 20 something you're not at 50 something you're probably not but at 70 something you are that's got to change the way you look yeah, at things. and maybe this uh maybe mario kart will fill that for me uh, Al- a fun game. <laughs> it's cap for me and i'll tell you why it's cap i don't think midlife quarter i think you could have crisis at any stage of your life hmm. so i don't think crisis doesn't care about how old you it are it doesn't care so like i think yes i think we could think of oh my gosh i'm 25 i'm whatever i'm reaching a certain stage of my life all right you could have something happen it could be a family member it could be like a, a, a you can get fired from your job at 35 okay well what does that mean you know so at 30 at 37 <laughs> hey hey at hey. 37 <laughs> the point is i think it can Things can happen at any time, and there's no crisis waiting for you. Crisis will come when it comes. All right, Jorge? It's funny, you guys, we're talking about this, because I was listening to a podcast last week, and they talk about how we always try to fill our lives with stuff. We're, oh, we're always going to be missing something. Always, no matter what. Sure. It yeah. might be PS5. It might be a PS5. <laughs> be a PS5. But my question about the PS5, can you still put Blu-rays in that thing? Yes, no? so it's also yes? a Blu-ray oh, player, so awesome. it's two for one. So yeah. it's, again, I'm doing my girl, I'm do doing, I'm doing my girl math here. There it's like, go. okay, I don't have to buy the Blu-ray. So with what Jorge said, that's what the whole idea of just be present in the moment. Whatever yeah. you're feeling is always temporary, right? Whether it's good or bad. It will pass. Sure, yeah. That yeah. It, it, if you feel great, that's great. Feel good in that moment, but sure. understand that's not sure. the way it's supposed to be. It's a temporary and the exact same thing for bad things. Of course. And obviously, uh, Steve Mason does a lot of work with uh, the mental health or uh, department here in Los Angeles. I'm not making a lid of that at all. I just think that sometimes you're like, I, I'm like, why am I craving this one thing? Maybe let's think about that a little bit. So I'm also really into reality TV right now. And right now? I, I think, okay. <laughs> There are ports and times in my life where I have actually not been More that into less. reality TV. <laughs> okay. And so now I'm really into reality TV and I've been watching a lot of it. And there's this new show, kind of new, second season called Traitors. It's on Peacock. It is a most streamed uh, show across all platforms, uh, unscripted, unscripted show across all platforms. And do you guys ever play like Mafia or like uh, my family is called like Murderer in the Dark, where there are people that have, that are traitors or, or mafia members and then people are trying to figure out who it is okay so anyway in this show in uh, our middle eastern house no okay it's we fine I, I know we in la it kind of swept in like 2016 or something maybe it was only famous people so either way these people are some people are traitors some people are faithful but it's all all stars of reality tv so mm. it's bravo so it's disparate it's, it's housewives it's survivor people it's people from big brother it's people so from the challenge so they mix them all together it's and these are idea. like these are like the all stars of all these things. So you're just watching like, I can't believe that Sandra is in the same room as Phaedra. Like, this is kind of crazy. <laughs> that's actually a really good idea. You're, you're and grabbing, that's why it's going so well. You're grabbing all these different, if you were a fan of one of those yeah. shows, you're 
and and let's say you didn't watch any of the other shows, you're watching Traders because right. that one character that you liked. There. Yeah. <laughs> well, Housewives are a different story. It's crazy. So, um, basically, the big way to survive and big way to do well is to be a good liar on okay. all these shows, and especially in Traders. So you consider yourself to be a good liar, Alan Fetter Cap. Cap, not good, not good liar. And then it also even um, it will eat at me. So then I'm all, I'm not going to even be myself. Um, not a good liar. If I look you straight into the face and I'm telling you something that I know is not true, you're either going to be able to read it off of me or I'm going to feel incredibly guilty about it. I'm I'm not good at that. Yeah. Trev? Yeah, I, I, I think I know what constitutes a good lie, and that is very little details and not talking about it too much. Just you do not have to fill in the blanks. Where were you? I was with friends. What friends? A couple of, a couple of guys from work. What were you guys doing? Were you surprised that Adrian Griffin got fired? <laughs> but my, 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 my point is... is <laughs> we did that, this last week with Giannis, and right, you answered all those questions. Right. It's just that you, yeah. you get in trouble if you tell a lot of details. Then all of a sudden, if someone's paying attention, they, the details won't add up. Or you tell the story mm. differently each time, and the de- details are a little different. That's why the cops... When they ask you something, they keep jumping around the timeline, right? And when they come back, they're trying to say, well, that's not what you said 10 minutes ago. That's how it did. Simple, vague, keep it moving. Where right. do you guys go after work? Long Beach. Oh, yeah? How yeah. long did it take you to get there? 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> From here right. at four. Exactly. Uh, I think for the sake of the game, I think you kind of you can flip the switch just to, like, you know, yeah. lie your way through it. But it's tough. Like you said, keeping details and your story straight every single time they ask you about it that's the tough part and i think with traders the silent people are the ones that are definitely the traders because they're not willing to lie and put out names that are wrong and so that's why this one guy dan is going to get murdered next week uh so if you like reality tv show at all go watch how do you get murdered in this show Uh, okay so there's two ways so the traders (laughs) each night pick somebody to poison um so they'll everyone goes to sleep in their beds and then they someone wake up and everyone goes to di- breakfast the next morning and then someone's not there someone got uh. murdered so every night they pick one person to murder but someone's bef- out before they murder somebody they do this round table discussion where they have they vote on who they think is the traitor so if you have the majority votes that think that you are the traitor you are banished and then you get up on your poll and you say you reveal whether or not you were a traitor whether or not you were faithful so the faithful would have voted all the traitors before the traitors can eliminate and kill all the faithful I'm already confused. Yeah. All right. So next thing. Incredibly. Uh, so is El- confused the same as uninterested? <laughs> Both can be true at the same time. <laughs> if I had to rank, uh, if I had to rank remember, the two, I'd be tied. At- you remember road rules versus uh, real yeah, world? Yeah. That, those were cool. They're competition. Oh, based. okay. Yeah. This one is cool too. Oh uh, yeah, but we don't get it. Uh, just watch Confusing. it. Alan Cumming is the host of it, and he is great at uh, describing that. Um, all right. You know, you don't know who Alan Cumming is? Maybe if I saw his face. Yeah, look him up. All right, so <laughs> Elmo decided to tweet something yesterday, and it uh, made me very f- happy about how my generation responded to his tweets about it. Okay, so Elmo tweeted, the character Elmo from Sesame Street tweeted, Elmo was just checking in. How is everybody doing? <laughs> and so this, Elmo. <laughs> this received um, an insane amount of... 
so that so that elbow. This received uh, was seen by 108 million people. That's had crazy. Had 66,000 likes. What? 33,000 quote tweets and 8.5 thousand comments. As I checked this morning, there's probably crazy. more now. And almost all of them are people my age being like, "Not good, Elmo. Not good at all." <laughs> um, so then Elmo had to put out a statement today, saying, "Wow, Elmo is glad he asked. Elmo learned that it's important to ask a friend how they're doing. Elmo will check in again soon, friends. Elmo loves you." <laughs> Hashtag emotional well-being. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Elmo should have never asked. Jorge Batacat. <laughs> Elmo should have stayed in his own lane. Uh, do you guys remember that craze? In the, was it in the 90s, 96, maybe 97? Tickle Me Elmo? Tickle Me Elmo? Oh, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. that was something else. Yeah. You know, Mighty got into it for a little bit, but, you know, Elmo stayed in It was the lane thing because. that every eight-year-old or five-year-old had <laughs> to have that Christmas. Everybody, Everybody yeah. still yeah. loves uh, Elmo. New yeah. kids love Elmo. Everybody loves Elmo. Yeah. Some, uh, of the, some of the random tweets... I'm at my lowest. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, the Detroit Free Press. Ravens <laughs> lost, so not great, Elmo. At Detroit Free Press was like, yeah, not great. That's uh, funny. What, what's the question again? Uh, Elmo should have never asked. He opened a Pandora's box. No, it's always good to ask. <laughs> Cap, it, 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 asking somebody how they're doing, you may get that, you know, that dragon's fire coming back at not you. Not good, Bob. But, right, it, it could not happen good, like that. Uh, but it's always good to ask how somebody's doing, even if you get an answer that maybe catches you a little by surprise, like, yeah. but my team lost or not great. Just proves any of these quote tweets. Al? Um, I, I, I'm cap on this one. It's okay to ask. Now, Sigs on Twitter says, Elmo, I just got laid off. I mean, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> they got a lot of opinion here. It's actually, okay. it's much more fascinating going through this than I thought it was going to yeah. be. There are some pretty, pretty funny freaking responses here, but I'm okay with somebody asking the question. Um, so uh, there's a term called trauma dumping. So do you guys know, understand what trauma dumping is? So it's when, you know, you're on a date or you're meeting someone the first time. Maybe they catch you at the wrong time. Ask how you're doing and you just <laughs> lay, lay it all out. And so um, my generation decided to trauma dump on Elmo yesterday and it's a lot for <laughs> Elmo to handle uh, in one sitting. So this Elmo, kinda... get out of here. It isn't safe. <laughs> That's good <laughs> advice, by the way. There's... I, these are two things coming together. When I got sacked from my job, that you you have to you have to tell the people that you see in your life regularly. It's your responsibility to tell them first before they ask you, "Hey man, what's up?" Right? Because it could just be you're being, "Hey man, what's up?" Well, since you asked, I got fired today. Right? You, they, they, <laughs> then it's like, oh my god. And then they feel terrible. You got to say, "Hey, real quick, I got to let you guys know." I got sacked. So just yeah. so it's out mm. there and we all the know. Ether. And then it can be one of these, oh, man, I'm really sorry. That sucks. Is there a way I can help you? Because if you just kind of hold on to it, how was your day? Well, since you asked, I got <laughs> fired today. So this actually happened yeah. to me early, like last week. I had, I was texting my friend actually after the Oscars nominations came out. And him and I usually talk about all this stuff. So I was texting him in the morning. He's in New York. And he was responding for a while, maybe like 40 minutes into, into this conversation. He's still responding. And he's like, actually, Em, I also, I'm going to get laid off today. And Ooh, I was like, wait, geez. why didn't you stop me yeah, from talking that. about that, all this stuff? Obviously, so casually, that's like, a different that's conversation. His, that, that's a bad mistake by him. You got to start with that. Hey, I want to talk about the Oscars, but let me just put this out there real quick. This is going to happen today, so I'm a little distracted. Well, however yeah. you want to do it. It can't be <laughs> yeah. after you've broken down that Barbie got hosed. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that oh, hey, by the way, I don't have any money I coming even in. Say, yeah, I, I feel wouldn't like a terrible person. I'd wait, I'd wait till we went our separate ways. Well, it was great hanging out with you. Then I'd text her. By the way, I'm getting fired today. <laughs> hey, can you pay half of the check, though? <laughs> yeah, let me, the, yeah, the, 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 hey, let me pick this one up. Really, I insist. I insist. Um, 
Something's happening in the world of sports okay. that I don't know if we're all appreciating it on the level that we should. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And if you call right now, you've got a chance for a four-pack of tickets to the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum, 877-710-ESPN. That's 877-710-3776. Caller number seven wins a four-pack of tickets for the NASCAR Clash at the Coliseum. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Bud Light was brewed to be a delicious and easy-to-drink beer. Even when the little things in life are hard, like when the game goes a little bit long and into overtime, that means you have more time to enjoy it and open up a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch beer, Bud Light, Missouri. Bud Light, St. Louis, Missouri. That part. Imagine being a little three four-year-old hearing this having your mom sing this to you before uh, bed every night yeah this song this song rocks thank you Phil this Collins. is the tarzan one this is the, uh, this is the tarzan phil collins one i sleep to this it's nice seems better than like you know raging against the machine before you go to bed <laughs> X or, give it to you. or corn or limp biscuit prong biscuit yeah corn <laughs> with a k yeah you went and saw a movie. You never you, you deflected me with oh, your yeah, of the, Indian, uh, food. Indian food yesterday. <laughs> How was it? American fiction. So Emily gave me three movies to go see. So far, I've seen Godzilla minus one, which you thumbs up. Phenomenal. Yeah, really, really good. Yep. American fiction. Okay. And then the third one, I still have it written down. Zone of interest. Zone of interest. That's that's a very timing one. You gotta, gotta be feel... you gotta be have your mind wrapped around that one. Yeah, because that one's gonna be really really heavy. American fiction, good. Um, not as funny as I think it was. I thought it was gonna be like comedy the whole time. It wasn't. There was really good storyline to it. A lot of moments it was sad, um, and then it had its comical moments. But I don't think. I kind of walked into it thinking it's going to be more of a comedy. Like, that's it. That's what it's going to be. It is much more... I don't know why I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be... Stupid is the wrong way to put it, but there's stupid comedy, right? And I'm not... I'm not. It, it's not going to go be Talladega Nights or something like that. But I was just kind of walking in like, oh, this is going to be a comedy. No, it was real storylines, family stuff, things that you can apply to yourself. But it's also still a comedy. But really good. But really good as well. So, like, I, I think the... It just threw me off. I can't tell if you liked it or not. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. I would I would recommend that somebody go see it. Yeah. Okay. But but I also yeah. my setup to them would be it's more than just a comedy. Like it's 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 much more than a comedy. Yeah, it's an Oscar nominated film, so it's gonna mm-hmm. have a weight to it. It's nominated for Best Picture, so it's 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 good and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's funny. There are funny parts. Uh, there's there's times where you're like. You know, as a white person, you see yourself and a lot of the white characters, and you're like, "Wow, that's pretty funny." That we this all is do the that one too. where the guy turns in the manuscript, and they tell you, "Hey, you got to you got to make this more black, right?" Yeah. And then he does it a bad job on purpose, and they yeah. like it, right? Yeah, he and makes it, it, um, it. offensive yeah. Yeah. on yeah. purpose, right? And he's like, "Why do you like this stuff? And this stuff keeps, sucks." And he keeps trying to make it more, you know, just absurd. As in, we're done with this. Like, I'm the joke. Of is, course, everyone's gonna find the out. The joke is done, and they're like. Well, that's a great idea too, and it just keeps moving up. <laughs> and like the the white publishers are like, let's put it out for Juneteenth, and he's like, okay. <laughs> you know what this kind of sounds like? The producers. 
Yeah, it's a lot like the producers. Actually, yeah. I think they mentioned the producers in okay. the making and in the movie. Yeah. So yes, it's essentially the producers, but yeah. uh, with a different uh, cultural background with it. <laughs> the, it's like the, the 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 rabbit hole that we're talking about. Like this is now. I'm thinking of curb your enthusiasm when they cast Larry David and the producers. It's anyway, anyway. Now, okay, I got now a we've lost for you. our. Now we've lost the thread. It's official. So I'm. I don't know what it was. It just showed up in one of my feeds yesterday because they're listening to us, right? Everything we do, they're listening. They know where we are. Another Chargers ad? They know. Saw that billboard twice on my way home yesterday. Surprisingly, it wasn't a Charger ad. And by the way, the Charger ad is the right ad. I mean, they don't. I don't even think they need the Charger logo there. Just have Harbaugh. Harbaugh, wanted, if he wanted to put his own logo there, it's good enough. So I see this ad, or I see this story come up yesterday. The world's first fully autonomous AI-powered restaurant. Okay. Where is it? Vegas? Pasadena. Oh, Jeez. okay. I'm like, Pasadena? <laughs> I have all the, the world's for... So I, I, I tried looking at you know some videos of it. It's a company to launch Cali Express by Flippy Restaurant. <laughs> Nobody inside. So you got basically AI making you burgers and fries and everything else. And I'm like, wait a minute here. Would I actually go to a restaurant like that? And I was thinking about it a little bit more. I'm like... Well, they're not going to screw anything up. Like if it's an AI making this thing, and I, I think eventually they could definitely screw things up. But go on. Yeah, but I mean, just kind of think about it. if it's a machine doing it. I'm going to try it. I, I have a curiosity. How far to try is it, it close? I mean, Pasadena is not that Probably big. It can't be walk, that far away. 10, 15 minute walk. Yeah, it could be. It, they could screw it up for sure. Right? I don't have to put my money towards AI. Like, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not going anywhere close. I know you're going to say it's not going to make any difference whether I go or not. Wait, wait, I'm just not putting mean? my money what, towards it. What do you mean? It. To, to explain to me what you mean. I just do not want to put my money towards, one, taking jobs from people, yeah. A. Oh, that's going to happen. I, I, I know that's your Just response. so you know, everything we're doing in our lives that we are a yeah. part of, there are certainly connections to jobs being lost because of AI, and that's not going to go away. I understand, but I don't have to put my money towards it, so I am not going within 10 feet of that Good place. job, Emily. I'm back, and I respect Emily's decision. Good for you. You know- just because you're one of these South OC, you know, the world, the real world isn't outside your gates. Actually, I need you to be in a good mood for what I'm about to tell everybody. Because I got a 12 <laughs> o'clock video, so let me make this quick. First off, we've only got like two spots remaining for our Pickleball Madness tournament Jeez, on Saturday, March 23rd in the city of Fountain Valley. So get on it now. Fill it up. We are not going to do the auction. No? This got thrown off because of the entrance of Mike Trudell and DeMarco and now... Like throwing, okay. it's going to throw off our team. That could be a formidable battles. team. Yeah. Well, did you see the videos from last week? I did. Trudell like <laughs> leaped over Demarco's head. Yeah, that's that could be a very it's formidable Trudell team. And Demarco. Well, we don't know. A lot of people are coming in now, so okay. to do the auction this year is going to be tough to play with the host because we kind of want the teams now to go to battle, okay. even in the in, even in the opening tournament. Yeah, I like that. That's what we like. So. With so that, mm -hmm. the day before that tournament, Friday, March 22nd, mm -hmm. will be the second day of March Madness. And this show will be broadcasting live from a fabulous dine-in pizza hut, location to be determined. All right. okay. But we're telling the all-stars of the Travis and Sui community right now, Friday, March 22nd, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., I'll be wearing my Pizza Hut outfit, and we're going to take down some hut. <laughs> okay, yeah, and you yeah, can watch yeah. basketball all day with us, party, party, old party. Oh, yeah. And the, these Pizza Hut dine-ins have a bar. Oh, and, yeah? And it's not AI. And it's not AI. <laughs> it's not AI. She took it so literal. We're just trying. So none of your little, like, South South LA days that day. you got to be ready to press the flesh. Friday, March 22nd. I'm in. Uh, I know you're in. Yeah, I'm in. How many pizzas? We're, we're going, by the way. I'm going thin uh, and crispy. 
I could eat ten of those. Those are good. I, I'm, I like I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I'm just going to go the the straight thin and normal is crust. My favorite. I like that, a thin and crispy favorite. pepperoni mm-hmm. mushroom. Oh, that first sure. crunch, bam, tastes good. Want some sausage on there? Sure. Well, you know, you could also get the meatball from, uh, they get the little crumbled meat sure. from Pizza Hut. Nice. I haven't heard one thing I don't like. No, I'm well aware. How much pizza are we going to eat in that three hours? That's a lot of, that's a lot of Well, it's going to be like the old, Yeah, I'm of course, battle. the wings. I think I've told you the story. You're going to battle there. That Jay Stu and I used to go to the local Pizza Hut by our old office. Right. And just when we were doing the Atkins diet. Oh, I thought he was and, on the Atkins. And just eat the entire top of the pizza. And there was a mountain of pizza crusts. Piled up on the side of our table. They Jorge, search Atkins. I want to hear that drop. <laughs> they went under. That specific one. That store <laughs> that you were in. I don't think it's there anymore. Because it was me. one of the dining ones. You just go every day. They weren't rethinking their game plan. They'd see the us come through. It's like, oh my out. God, these guys again. Really? We're going to have to haul away nine pizzas worth of crust? <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was. The whole idea of the buffets is like, okay, eat some rice, eat some pasta, eat some rice. Adi- yeah, just whatever you're having, right? But like the whole idea is sausage, pepperoni, green peppers, and cheese. That's what it was. Back in the day, Acapulco, when they were still kind of around, I think there's one left, the one in Downey. They used to do the lunch buffet. Oh, that you sounds get amazing. Platters of enchiladas and yeah, tacos that's... and rice and beans. A teenage Christopher was in a good mood when I got I got taken there a lot of times for good grades. That sounds amazing. I'd go right now. You that's, got the drop? That sounds amazing. Chad Atkins album called Hi Fi and Focus. Bob and Doc. That's not the that's, drop. Uh, drop. Uh, well, there is no drop, yeah, so we just looked is. it up. We, looked we up just played Atkins. it last week. Well, it's not there, or labeled poorly. Quick uh, search Sopranos. Now they're going to get me upset. Sopranos? Jason Roberts already got me upset in a meeting. What did he do? What, Jason? Oh, we can't get into it, but I, I, threw, my port- I threw my binder down. I'm going to ask him, is that a real story? <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll, he'll say, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Jay. <laughs> there he is. Jay. Oh, yeah. Now he's on the phone making yep. deals. What the hell is this? There. I thought you were on the Atkins. Oh, we found it. Oh, we found it. <laughs> what right. is it labeled at? Randall's, wow. <laughs> we read your mind. Yeah, you should read my mind. That's your job. Read my mind. <laughs> you got a minute to get to your meeting. See ya. <laughs> How many pages of the agenda are you through? Oh, it was so long. And at the end, they're like, Chris, you're losing your fastball. I said, it's been an hour and 30 minutes. Half? And it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's a we are the world hat. week. It's Phil Collins' birthday. I want to be two and pages? the Lakers debacle yeah, last night. I was so ready yesterday to go live. He two two of the three yesterday. pages? One? No, we got through all three. Oh, you're done. No, oh, so this is another an, meeting. And they're like, oh, remember the 12 o'clock? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh, the 12 o'clock meeting. I was you like, you should have shoehorned the 12 into the uh, nine. 12 the o'clock, by the way, KSPN Los Angeles, a good karma brand's radio station. <laughs> All right, back to the thing we're not appreciating enough. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.